for millions of years, human beings have been part of a tribe. It is our human nature to desire being surrounded with like-minded people. It is through our exposure to soul-deep conversations that our personal expansion is born. Tribe Quest isn't a place, it's a feeling inside every one of us. And as Rumi said, seek those who light your flames. My name is Berenice, I'm your host of the Tribe Quest podcast, and I'm so excited you're tuned in. Are you ready to be lit? Hello everyone, um, in this podcast episode I'm talking with one of my uh, very dearest friends, Benjamin, well I call him like this, but his name is Ben, and he's such an inspirational person. Um, we met in Berlin and we we're also talking about it, but that's a few years ago and he uh, overcame his own depression. Um, with his dog Soma but he unfortunately passed away so we're talking about how he overcame his depression the Soma way um, I would say like that and yeah I hope you enjoy we laugh a lot um, that's just how we are uh, together there's always a super high vibe uh, going on and it's always such a good time talking to him and especially uh, having him on the tribe quest. So I hope you enjoy and without further ado, let's begin. Hi Benjamin. Hello. <laughs> it's weird to speak to you in English, but exactly. let's decide because I mean we both speak German all the time together. Um, but yeah, the first question for you is um, what sets your heart on fire? Pooh. There, there's a lot actually um, which sets my heart on fire, but Actually, it's um, traveling to to get closer to the to the to the world, to other cultures, to to other people, to get in touch to them, to learn about them, to get inspired, and to inspire them to look behind walls. And that's actually, yeah, one thing which is like um, something that fulfills me, or is something that that I really love because I, I always feel totally alive when I when I travel and when I meet other people, when I see new things. And also um, when, when I've been traveling, I always um, learn a lot about myself and also not just about others and other cultures, but because you're most of the time alone or with yourself. And then I know, so that, that sets my heart on fire. And also sports, yoga, meditation. Other people, yeah, my family, so a lot of things actually. Shit. I think I think you're the most sporty person I know. Like honestly, I think we I think we should start before I ask questions because it's so interesting uh, what you said when you said looking behind walls, like helping people to look behind walls. But before I think we should start to dig deeper, we need to tell how we get to know each other because oh, I mean we've been yes. gym buddies as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think let me start and then you can uh, continue okay, when, yeah that when we got to know each other it was on a and I think it was during the week it was in the evening and I was standing with um with another friend at the uh, at the lantern like a, a lantern and then you came from we were living both in Berlin and you rolled on really fast on your bike and that's how I got to know you you stood there and was like 
that's you. And then we, went, <laughs> and then we went partying at a Club de Visionera, which is a really like famous club. It's been in the, the movie um, Berlin Calling by with um, the story about Paul Kalkbrenner, the DJ. And we went there and we had such a good time. And then that was it. The rest is rest. It, yeah. <laughs> and then the friendship started. Yeah. Yeah, I think and it's been uh, a while already. It's already, I think, four or five years ago. Yeah, it's wait. That that was 2016, so it's four years ago. Uh, four years ago, yeah. Around four years ago, and I just remember like we had so many. I think the moment you had me as I was like, okay, we're going to be friends for a lifetime. Was when you said, um, in German, it's Liebe. Steve no, no. How is it? Say it in German. I'll translate it. <laughs> what do you mean? You said to me because you were only wearing like a jeans jacket. It was like yeah, so like God be cold and losing style. And I was like, okay, <laughs> finally someone agrees with me on this <laughs> because I always said like I was like. Like style, come on! Like this has to be. This is a must in life. <laughs> it's crazy that you remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first things. I was like, okay, Benjamin, like you had such a big place in my heart from that moment. <laughs> and then we had a lot of amazing gym sessions. Like I know you were always the one going to your extremes and lifting such like crazy amounts of weights. And I was like, this guy is crazy, but you did it. So yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not <laughs> like, anymore. Yeah, because now I'm focused on, on different uh, kind of sports, uh, which are more interesting compared yeah. to just going to the gym and like <laughs> thumb it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, tell me, like, how did you get into? Um, w is it how it's called windsurfing or kite surfing? Kite surfing. Kite surfing. How did you get into that? Uh, Actually, I remember when I was a kid, um, my family and I, we, we went quite often to the Baltic Sea, to Itensee, um, Fehmarn, to different uh, spots uh, for vacation. And I, I remember like, like 10 or 15 years ago, um, there were so many kites on the ocean And I thought, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is going on there? And they were like jumping and flying and freestyling. And I thought, wow, that looks so fantastic. And then it came to my mind, like, or it was always uh, manifested somewhere that I wanted to do that. And um, during my, my last travel trip, um, I had the space and, and I was uh, all, uh, most of the time very close to the, to the, to the sea, uh, to, the, to the ocean. So I decided to to do um, um, yeah, or to go to a school, and even though it was it was during the winter time and it was fucking cold, <laughs> and the, the the teacher just had a wetsuit for like a shorty wetsuit for like the summertime. It was in February. <laughs> I decided to do it, and he was like fully covered, you know, with a wetsuit. <laughs> and uh, I asked him, don't, do, do, "Don't you have something like that for me?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's the only stuff I have. I'm sorry. And then the, the water was like I don't know, like eight degrees or something. <laughs> and I went to the uh, to the uh, to the ocean just to to learn it because it was so inspired by that. And so, yeah, I I got into uh, kite surfing and then I uh, practiced it a lot. 
um, especially recently, the last uh, two, three months. So I went to the coast for just kitesurfing every day. As, yeah, as, when the wind was there, then, then I could practice it. Otherwise not. I think, and you, I mean, I know, but I, I think for the listeners, interesting to say, I think you're, you're like, you've been traveling and everything, but you're not the typical backpacker because you are staying in places for a longer time and really experiencing the culture. And I think this also leads to what you said, you're setting your heart on fire is traveling and meeting people. And I just want to get to know because I know you went on this huge um, trip across the across Europe uh, to, I think at the end you were in Turkey, but you didn't go yeah. further than Turkey with a van. So, and uh, how, like, what inspired you to do this? Because you did it all on your own, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I had some company for short periods on the trip, um, but actually, I mean... Before, I've been already traveling with, with like backpacks and uh, also um, saw a lot of um, different um, countries. And But now, that time, it was actually, or the the, um, the reason why I did it was actually a little bit more deeper. So um, I had yeah, a long time some psychological issues or I was really struggling with um, anxiety, with uh depression so at that time or it was actually after my master thesis so it started with my master thesis mm -hmm. and um, I was really 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 stressed and exhausted by that and um, I had to conduct like two big experiments and I couldn't make it in, in the, in the um, what is it the, the, the normal uh, time so I couldn't uh, make it and That's why I had to extend all of the time my, my uh, deadline in order to, to, to get it done. And yeah, then the, it started. There was also some other issues with the, with the girl, some problems with the girl. Yeah. I fell in love with the, like, <laughs> the standard shit. You know? <laughs> so, but but um, yeah, I was, I was really like all, all of the time sitting on, on, the, on the chair, on the, uh, on the table. Staring into like a black mirror, you know, like in, into the mm -hmm. laptop, and then something happened. Like I, I, I was like burned out, you know. So mm -hmm. after after a while, I felt so so bad. Uh, I was like very anxious. I was I was it felt like a, a, a demon is ruling mm -hmm. my 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 body, you know. Like something is inside myself, and I cannot handle it, and I cannot um, control it anymore. And that was a feeling that I thought some people they they can lose themselves and they can they can give up in this moment um, because it's it's like you you don't feel yourself anymore. It's like I can it's very hard to describe it in words um, if you never experienced it. Um, but for me, it was like it was the hell on earth. But also, it was like. Um, I don't know, how do we say it? Segen? Fluch und Segen? You know what I mean? Um, a blessing in disguise? Bless yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the one hand, it was like hell on earth, but on the other hand, it was like a, a blessing for my life because I um, I really, at this time, I really had to um, take care of myself. So, yeah. And then 
some some other i i decided to to um to move to berlin actually which was not the, the best idea and i started uh, my job and then the depression get that was job, that was your job at universal music right uh, or was before we got to know each other or afterwards that was after actually okay. after you moved back again to berlin exactly so first okay. the first yeah. i had actually two depressions so the first one was in berlin Uh, you remember when I uh, when I worked for Universal Music, and um, yeah, the, the only thing I well remember very um, vividly was that one day I was it was a Sunday and I was partying. I was in my party life in Berlin, and I was in actually in Berkheim, and you wrote me a message, and you were like, "Can you please come over?" And then I took a cab and went over to your place, and. Because I experienced you as such a happy, and you know, you were always the like a sun. Like everywhere you go, people just loved your energy. And then it, this is, I think, the crazy thing about depression. On the outside, you will never notice if someone is depressed. And then you go on the inside, and then you told me about it, and I didn't know how to handle it because I was going through my, you know, like a a, a period where I was trying to run away from me. So. I mean, after Berlin, I went inside and dealt with this, like you did as well, I think. But it was crazy to see that someone who's so, like always, you're such a caring person, Ben, and you're always, you know, you light up every room you go into, say, oh, the world is crashing. And that was, that was um, for me, was the first time I understood what it means when people are really depressed. Yeah. Yeah, I hear, I hear the same from several people that, Man, how can you be depressed? You have everything I wish for, you know. Like I don't know, yeah. uh, you're educated. You you have a nice uh, degree, a uh, great degree, the great degree, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, you, <laughs> uh -huh. you're very well educated. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> System stuff, right? Like, okay. You know what I need to say. In the end, also with my bachelor, I was like, oh my god! Like, also with my bachelor thesis, I had the same issue. I was like, I can, like, I can just cannot do it. And at the end, you realize no one ever asks you for your bachelor thesis. No one asks you ever for your master thesis. It's just a paper, a squared paper where it says in black ink, you pass something. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You might go ahead. I didn't want to uh, interrupt you. <laughs> no. Um, where did this? stopped actually um so you were in berlin then you moved back to berlin i uh, yeah uh, no actually the, the first the first impression started actually when i was in, in in berlin so when you when we met each other and when i was working for universal so um i, f I felt like very um like estranging i felt like a stranger you know because it's i couldn't live very authentic during that time um especially at, at universal Yeah, at the at the workplace, I have to say, and um, I was not really authentic that time, and I feel that that this is not my not, not my actually music is my passion, but what I'm doing there is not it's not very meaningful. So then it started, you know, and also like drugs came and uh, parties. I had a second job um, as a party promoter, so I did a lot of parties. I was stressed and. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I was promoting your party once, your birthday party. I'm, I'm so grateful 
that absolute vodka sponsored my 26th birthday party. And at the end, I regretted it because it was so, I mean, I don't know. I don't, that's the wrong word. I didn't regret it. It was just a mess afterwards because my entire apartment was so, that was the wildest party I ever been to, unfortunately, in my own place. <laughs> it was so dirty. Like I remember me and my roommates, we were like, I mean, that poor guy and me were like just cleaning up the things and the floor because it was like, you know, it's Altbauwohnung, you know, with the beautiful uh, wooden floor. They were so yeah. sticky. Like you had like for one week every day we had to scrub the floor. Oh, sorry for that. <laughs> Don't worry. It was still, I, it's when you remember, it was still an amazing time. I made everybody drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, oh, do you want another drink? Oh, do you want another drink? And then I was drunk as well because everybody said, okay, if you make me a drink, you have to drink as well. So then at the end, I was totally wasted. <laughs> But still, I still don't like the, this party concept. Was Does it still exist, the party promoting? No. For I'm I'm sure it exists for for big companies for big brands uh, because they have their own sponsors. But this was like an agency who um, who sponsor or who have con uh, corporations uh, with um, like uh, beer breweries or like uh, I don't know uh, snaps producers, you know, yeah. and they and then they sponsored the stuff. But I think it's, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And because I think it was too wild, the biggie parties. It was too too crazy, and I think the people they 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 won't remember the, the brands, you know, <laughs> even though they're promoted. <laughs> <That's so true. laughs> I mean, I still have product placement. <laughs> yes, but, that's true. but it was still a funny concept, and you had like I think you always have a good time, but still, I think it's the thing with partying. There's always the day afterwards and the day afterwards can be so lonely and depressing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially in Berlin, it's so, it was so gray and it was, I don't know, mm -hmm. I felt like I had no time for myself. You know, that was the problem. Mm -hmm. I never spent any time for myself to, to get in touch with myself. And that's, uh, that was the problem actually. So that's why the depression started because I, I never treated myself like, in a good way, mm. I always stress myself. Also in doing sports and this and this, mm. all, all of the time in an extreme way, you know. But this is not good mm. for for the the, the mental, um, yeah, for your mental health and also for your for your body, for your physical health. So that's why um, I had to stop actually, you know. But it was good that my body said, like, dude. Mm. Let's stop it now. Now calm down. You have to calm down. And that was yeah. That was the the first big step um, into a transition, you know. But um, it was a good step, even though it was hard at the time because I went to a clinic, um, to a psychosomatic clinic, for six weeks, um, like um, to yeah to reorganize myself and to settle. And yeah, afterwards I started with the thesis. So let's do it a little bit faster and quickly. Uh, yeah, then I started with no, my thesis. <laughs> I just I think, we should, I think we should. I should take the time and just acknowledge that you went into this because so many people, like honestly, Ben, I think it's such a strong move to go somewhere and deal with your shit. 
because mm. like so many people like in, I think in Berlin like it's great for two years or a year but when you continue this like from every side I heard like uh, there's this um, Canadian girl in this co-working space she said her best friend after seven years she's like she needs to w uh, move away because It's only about partying. Berlin is a great city, but once you're there, you're just constantly on the move. And I think when you don't go outside of it, you'll lose yourself. And I mean, this is yeah. how I felt. That's why I had to uh, move out. And you know, like I had also, a, it was a very isolated period for me just to yeah. go with it and as you did. And I think it's such a strong move. And I admire you for going into that clinic. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> It was really helpful and uh, it opened a new way in my life, actually. Um, so the chapter was really, really interesting. And at the first time, I felt very um, transparent, like very naked, you know, mm. because I was open to, to feelings. I could feel myself. I could speak about feelings. Like to my father, I could forgive him for... I mean, he's not a he's a good guy, but um, you know, everybody has his own problems and has its uh, package on his back, and so so it's like a conflict. Everybody has a conflict, and from generation to, to generation, you get this conflict. You know, like um, they give it to you, <laughs> they give this package on your back, and um, so we have this uh, beliefs, and we have to break the habit. You know of being the old version of ourselves mm. and um, yeah, to move on, to grow and to experience. Mm. And um, yeah, that's what I did. And then at, I had another depression actually. So it was, I was really transparent. I was, I felt so strong, clean, you know, and mm. settled. And then I started with my <laughs> master thesis and I stressed myself up and so it was so exhausting for, 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 for me. And uh, because it was not just six months, it was like nine months. I wrote this thesis for nine months because I couldn't handle it with the uh, two experiment, uh, experiments I had to conduct. And then, then another burnout came also with chronic in, in connection with chronic pain and stuff. So it was, that was really, really, really crazy because I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that my body can react in such a way or like that my psyche can has such an impact on my body because it was, I couldn't. How can you describe yeah. it? So how did it show up in your body? Like where was the pain? Um, yeah. For instance, um, the pain started somewhere, somewhere in the back and then it just floated and then just um, spread it. And it felt like it's it's everywhere. Then I had like very strong pressure um, on my in my head, so it was like boom, boom, boom all of the time. Then uh, it started with headaches, and I um, I had like um, periods when I was very anxious, so I I couldn't go out of the flat anymore because the, the pain was so strong, and I um, I had I was anxious that. That it gets stronger when I'm when I'm confronted with some people. It was totally stupid, but I got like paranoid, and it was so crazy. I got anxious about that I could die from that, and then also my heart. My heart was like it hurt. It it hurt like really badly, and um, it was like like someone 
put like stitches into my heart. You know, it was it's unbelievable. So everything was out of control, and um, I I could I, I wasn't I wasn't able to 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 handle it at this time anymore. And I had a good company from from friends from family who supported me um, because I was at this time. I was already into like movement that I was thinking about suicide and stuff. 